God could do everything he needs to do without us. He could just touch people's heart. He could draw them in. He doesn't need to use us. In fact, we might just make things more difficult for him. Like when one of my sons was five years old and he wanted to help me work on the car, it became more difficult for me to work on the car. It might be that way with God as well. But God wants to use us. He wants to partner together with us. He's called us to carry the gospel to the lost world. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. And God has given us that to do. So it says in 1 Peter 4:10 that as each one of you has received a gift, minister that gift therefore to one another. So when we are born again, we have a right relationship with God. Our sins are forgiven. Our spirit is born to life. There's a transformation. Old things pass away. Everything becomes new. But we are also filled with the spirit and empowered by God and given gifts to be able to minister to each other. And each one of us receives that gift. Today, five things you need to know about being used by God. Hi, this is Robert Furl, and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, and sharing, and ringing the bell so you can get all of our new content. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. So we wanna look at five things the Bible tells us about how we are used by God. And I think that these things are very important because sometimes we feel like we're just not chosen by him, that we don't have what it takes to be able to be used by him. And in reality, that's true. So God works in our lives that we can work for him. And the amazing thing is he's empowering us. He's calling us. He's opening up doors. And then he rewards us when we step through those doors to do the work that God's called us to do. Number one, you were created to partner with God in the work of the gospel. Listen to Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We are his workmanship, that God is, has created us for good works. That workmanship aspect is that God is at work within us. Some have pointed out that that word for workmanship is a word for like, for a craft, that God is creating something that is beautiful and he creates us that we can do the work that God's called us to do. So if you're not doing anything for God, if you haven't presented yourself to be used by him, if you feel inadequate and because of that, you haven't stepped forward to say, God, here I am, use me, then you understand you're missing something because you were created by God for good works. Also listen to Acts 17, 26. And he has made from one blood every nation of man to dwell on the face of the earth. And he has determined their parameters and times, their boundaries and their dwellings. That is that God has put you in a certain time and in a certain place to be used by him for his call and his purpose. We have been created to be used by God. And I think that when we aren't or we don't present ourselves, there's something missing in our lives. The second thing that we need to know about being used by God is that he equips you to do the work that God calls you to do. He actually empowers you to do it. He doesn't just call you with the skill sets that you need in order to do it, although that may be true. You might have the skill sets. You might be talented to lead worship. You have the ability for music, but God also gives you a spiritual gift that he empowers you with. Listen to what Acts 1.8 says about empowering us. He says to the disciples, but you shall receive power 
when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you see this term in the book of Acts over and over again. The Holy Spirit comes upon them and upon them. He comes upon us to empower us. He's in us. He's with us. We receive him when we're born again. But then he comes upon you to empower you. Listen to what it says, Acts 1.8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and even the uttermost parts of the earth. That God doesn't just call you to be used by him and then leave you out there, but he empowers you by the Holy Spirit so that you can have confidence. Even if you feel like you have nothing to offer God, that God is going to empower you and use you. Now, also, if you think that you can't be used by God, listen to Philippians 4.13, and you probably know this. It simply says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So when you feel like you can't do something for God, and then you, you look at the passage that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, we make ourselves available, and God will be able to empower you, call you, use you, set things up for you, and open doors for you to be able to be used by him. And God doesn't use everyone the same. He uses everybody differently. We just need to be available to be used by him. The third thing that we need to know about being used by God is that God is with you in all that you are doing. Listen to Matthew 28, 20. Jesus said, that we are to teach them to observe all things I command you, and lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Everywhere we are, Jesus is with us. That is a, is a passage from the Great Commission. He says, go out into all the world, and while you're doing what he's calling you to do, he is with us even until the end of the age. You are never alone. You are never on your own. Not only does he empower you with the Holy Spirit to do the work he's called you to do, but Jesus Christ is with you every step of the way. Being used by him isn't always easy. It's not always the easiest thing to do. But knowing we are doing what God wants us to do, knowing we are empowered, and knowing that he is with us should encourage us that we would make ourselves available to him. The fourth thing that we need to know about being used by God is that when we bring our gifts, our talents, our skills, ourselves to him, that he multiplies what we have to be able to make a difference. That's why if you feel like you don't have anything that God needs, that doesn't matter. In fact, I think that's probably a good thing because you're humble. One of the things that God can't use is a proud individual. And when we humble ourselves before him, God is on our side. And when you feel inadequate, then I believe that you are in tune with the very power of God that can change things because you feel inadequate. Listen to what it says. In 2 Corinthians 9.10, Now may he who supplied seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. He, Paul is talking to those in Corinth who were giving finances to the church in Jerusalem because they were in poverty. He's collecting this gift from the Gentiles to bring to the church. And he says, may God multiply the gift you have given. It's God that has provided the finances for them, but whatever they gave, he prayed that it would be multiplied. And I believe that God can take whatever we have to offer him and multiply it like the boy who brought the two fish and the five loaves. And Jesus took it, blessed it, and multiplied it. 
and somewhere around 20,000 people were fed by food that was multiplied by Jesus because the, the child brought his lunch to him. You might think, what is that among so many, which is exactly what the disciples said. But God is able to multiply it, and God can use you in powerful ways. And I want to encourage you to bring your bread, to bring the fish, bring what you have to God, and watch our God who can multiply things, multiply you, and use you in powerful ways. The fifth thing that we need to know about being used by God is that God will provide for you while you are being used by him. Listen to what Matthew 6.33 says. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That's your call. That's my call. We are to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. Note the word these there. That's what you eat, what you drink, and what you wear, which he said earlier, don't worry about in Matthew chapter 6. But now he says that if you seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness, that God will add all of those things to you. He will take care of you. It's as if he's saying, if you will be about my business, then I'll be about your business. I think there are many nominal Christians or people that don't understand that God wants to partner together with them and use them in the gospel, which is absolutely amazing because God could have done it any way he wanted to. He could have used angels to get people saved. He could have used no one to get people saved, but he's called us that we might be able to be a part of it. And when we do it, God says, I'm about your life. I'll make sure that you're taken care of. What an incredible promise and, and how incredibly encouraging for you and me that when we make ourselves available to him, that he meets our needs, that he empowers us, that he is there with us as we go out to do the work that God calls us to do. May God give you vision May God reveal to you the plans, the purpose that he has for you, that you can be used by him as part of the team that he has called together to reach out to this lost and perishing world. And I believe that you will be extremely fulfilled as a Christian when you find yourself being used by God.